warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the warm-up for another week. Matt Wallen and Cam Mooney with you. I hope you're enjoying your December. Cricket, of course, is up and about. The Test Series and, well, Santa Claus uh, coming next week. We'll get to Moons' naughty list in the six-pack today. Looking forward to that. Moons, how are you, mate? Are Matty. You, are you a, do you do a lot of the Christmas shopping? Are you... Uh, no. No? I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm a man. <laughs> That's always... Usually the wife does... No, I do get a little list of, say, hey, grab all this for us yep. and... But uh, oh, I must admit, most of our stuff gets done year. on uh, computer. Yes. You just order it in. Yep. And my wife's a hell of a lot smarter than me. So. And is she well organised in terms of having stuff done, you know, like almost before December starts? Because no. that's where I... I no, know. no, no. We're, we're always last minute family. i tell you what is annoying. Uh, the elf on a shelf. Um, well, coming up with what, different what, ideas. What are, you, what are you saying? Ideas. It's, it's real. I know it's magic, but I'm only... <laughs> So magical. <laughs> I can only come up with so many ideas. I must admit this morning... It's a tough gig. I actually got two toilet rolls and made it into a snowman with an orange nose and sat him on top, only because I Googled it and found mm. it. I'm like, I'll copy that. But yeah, it's it's a tough gig. And my kids obviously aren't very intelligent because they're amazed every morning, doesn't matter where he is. So, Gen- um, generally, there are parents out there who go all out. Yeah. Like they go all out. They love it. And then there are us who go, oh my God, I forgot. And you wake up at six o'clock in the morning and you run out flying into the kitchen to try and find it and try and do something really I think quickly. my wife does it about five <laughs> o'clock every morning when I forget the night before, which I get the instructions and then I don't do it. But anyway, hey, um, so much going on at the moment, mate. Our last show for the year, it's been yes. a, a massive year. So, uh, yeah. It's been a lot been of fun. A lot of fun doing the show every week. Do you think and people like us? I'd Probably not. <laughs> I um, We did do a bit of a story last week yeah. and had a bit of a fun with the boys out of... Uh, the NRL, NRL yes. Sydney SEN, who had a crack potting at us, potting the AFL boys, saying that they don't really do gym and it's a bit of a summer a of exercise, beach yeah, stuff. all just trying to look good. So we posted the video and someone wrote, "It's a joke." Now on TikTok, I'm not sure if they were saying. No, they're saying that I was joking, right? Or that the show's a joke. <laughs> I'm not actually too sure which one. Um, I'm going to lean to saying that they think the show's a joke. Oh, really? You're going there? Well, I just want to be on their team, to be honest. <laughs> I just don't want to continue the fight. So, uh, I look, that yeah. Look, we we're coming back next year, and we hope we do a better job. If people are a little bit and let whoever down. posted that, we hope we do a better job for you. Yeah, we do, Thank and it got the most much. likes on a comment all year. So. <laughs> Hey, uh, the test is obviously flying along and, yes. and Dave Warner the other day just decided to knock over another 100. Unbelievable. And we spoke last week about, and I, I said, you know, what I'm, I think it was, I was buying it because I love the, the, the biff. The fighting. In, the in, fight, in-house, in-house fighting, fighting yes. between uh, he and Mitch Johnson and, and Candice and all of that stuff. So there's, there's been some, and this is why I love social media. Because there's been some great stuff flying around, and this like Miss Johnson's face on 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 a character from a TV show, smashing, smashing computers. <laughs> yeah, because like, you always knew going in, he he wants Australia to win, but also Miss Johnson's sitting there going, "Have you ever? I've made a great, I made a big comment. I don't need this man now to make a hundred. When they dropped David Warner at, I think it was like a third man, yeah. a high and tough catch, a tough catch, similar to similar in some ways to the Travis Head catch in the in the World Cup yeah. final. In, in in certain ways, over the top of the shoulder. I've never seen a man so disappointed about an Australian cricketer being dropped. I don't know how many he was on at the time. He was on a few, but nowhere. Would have been thirty near, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not not obviously. 
the ton, 160 odd or whatever he made in the end. And he was taking the piss uh, late in the innings, swinging for the fences. And Mate, look, some of those job. shots are incredible. A lot of people, though, were like, oh, he stuck it to the critics, da da da. No one's ever said that David Warner doesn't make runs in Australia. Mm. He just hasn't performed against the big nations overseas. And the Ashes, the last two Ashes, have been the same. Last summer, he made a double ton mm-hmm. and made no other runs mm-hmm. in the whole series. So. I don't think there was people coming out saying he can't bat, he can't make runs in Australia. He's average. I've got him in front of me. His average in Australia is amazing. 60 plus. And he's uh, might, might be more actually. is actually not right. I, so, pa- I think he's average against Pakistan's 80 plus. Yeah. And look, they're just dollying in. I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm, a bit, I'm, about over, <laughs> I'm about over the test cricket already, to be honest, and which is disappointing because I do love it. Do you like the timing over in Perth? Uh, generally speaking, for the Eastern States, I reckon it's amazing. Yes. Why also like the day-night test at Adelaide? I think it's incredible. The crowds, though, are very, very disappointing. Now, I know they've moved to the Perth Stadium and the Wacker had this tradition about yeah. it and this sort of like a bit more of a carnival atmosphere, the grass on the hill, which is which is great. You got you got torched. If you you did get torched. It was hot. <laughs> sitting, I mean, sitting on the grass, you literally walked away with third-degree I'd rather sit on the grass, though, than in one of those hard chairs for, mm. for the whole day. So it's actually not too bad. But, yeah, it was, it was very but hot. But you're never going to hot. get... Shouldn't say never. And in this particular series, you weren't going to get anywhere more than 30 to 40, 50 to make it, you know, an unbelievable atmosphere in a yeah, huge stadium. Yeah. yeah, no, of course. And I think, you know, they were hoping for 20 to 30 in the first couple of days. They didn't get anywhere near that. Mm. And we understand it's during the day. I think maybe they should push all test matches today night. I know they're worried about the time difference in Perth. Well, I was going to say, it wouldn't work for us. It would be but 1 it o'clock would. in the morning, wouldn't it? But it would. This is the would thing. it, though? We sat up and watched the Ashes until midnight. When it was on. Yeah. So why wouldn't we sit and watch Test Cricket in Australia? I mean, I know the, the competition's not the same. Pakistan's a bit underwhelming. I get all that. But and maybe Perth's not a great example. But for the rest, I wouldn't be too... Yeah, I'd be doing a, a lot I, more. I like... Night. I reckon it's great. Now, I know that India particularly didn't love it. They didn't want to play against that pink ball and all that no. stuff. But I think it adds a bit to Test Cricket. So it's been a bit disappointing. Mm. Hey, um, speaking of hot weather, obviously one of the most important jobs for clubs, not just cricket, is support staff. Yes. Uh, and in cricket, 12th man. Um, interesting comments. Uh, Channel 7 did a bit of a bit with Pat Cummings uh, and the boys from Grey Cricket, which is uh, which is very funny podcast mm-hmm. and show that they do, talking about who does the drinks. Now, quite surprisingly, mixing the drinks has always been a big thing in local cricket. And you think from an Australian point of view, national level, you'd have – Hydration, water boy. people. Yeah, a water boy. No, it is the 12th man that actually looks after it. And this is the conversation that Pat Cummins had about different people taking up the role. So can you tell, like, let's say it's Josh Inglis, for instance, or Mitch Marsh did it, you know, the first couple of test matches. Like, can you tell who's made the mix? Or is it, or is it the home team that did it? No, no, it's, it's our own 12th you, to do, you do it. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can tell when there hasn't been much care put into it. <laughs> and is it are there comments around that? Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, that's good. But then, like, occasionally, like the boys just go one step further, like a little bit of ice in there. Yeah. Stronger mix. Maybe even bring out some snacks at tea. Yeah, like the little things. But can you believe Pat Cummins went on and said the twelfth best cricketer in Australia yeah. has to <laughs> do the drinks. mixing drinks <laughs> he goes, for five hey, days. It's a very good motivation not to be twelfth man. Work and a little bit harder. I still feel that Andy Bickle is Australia's best ever twelfth man. I'm not sure he mixed the drinks, but he was an incredible. I remember, Brett Lee was twelfth man for. Like, 10 tests in a row. Yep. Like it was a long, long period in his career where he just he just couldn't crack it in. And then when he got back in, he's obviously one of the greats. But yeah. there's a long period there where Brett Lee had to do it as well. Yeah, it's um I think it's a great job. I my wish 
growing up was I wanted to be like the second keeper at a Premier League club and just never play. <laughs> yeah. Just but get, get all the benefits. Get all the benefits, get all the money. You've got the great seat. You sit down, you're never coming on. And if you, you do, you might come on for half an hour at the end or because play, of injury. Or you play in the uh, FA Cup round one where against, no one cares. Yeah, against Torquay United. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think that's the best role you can have. Hey, the great thing about summer cricket is you get the international media people coming over. And they're doing a better job of it. They are. They're doing Box, an amazing job. It's job. fantastic. But how cool, and I'm talking cool here with a big capital C, is Wasm. Oh, mate. Wasm Akram is a great man. Smooth. He's smoking hot, the old boy. I <laughs> saw, I think he's an Australian wife now. I could be wrong about that. Um, I saw him in the box wearing sunglasses. Oh, and looked amazing. Now, if I One saw of the great aviator wearers of all time. Incredible. Now, if I saw Mike Hussey doing that, I'd have some real Say serious Mike. issues. Come on, Mike. Know your role, play your role. <laughs> Wazzy Macran looked that smooth. In fact, the the commentary team that they've got at Fox this year with the internationals Cracking. is amazing. So, um, well done. But, yeah, loving Wazzy Manny's <laughs> He looks so good. Anyone else, I'd be like, hey, come on, guys. I reckon Brian Lara would get away with Brian it. Brian Lara. Wasm, and there's got to be another one out there. You just think, yep, he can do it. And I, I don't, don't even think Warney would get away with it. I think Warney would have. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. I well, Warney was wearing a cap there for a while. And yeah. Just, yep. Warney could do what he wants. Yep. Hey, uh, Bailey Smith this week. Shocking mate, Really news. disappointing mm. to uh, see him go down with uh, the knee injury. And it's, it's horrible when, well, particularly for the Western Bulldogs, who need a big year. And he's one of their, as their prime. Does, as does he. As does he. Is. He's one of their prime ball movers. Uh, coming out of contract at the end of the year, there's a lot of speculation clubs and, and Geelong in particular that um, yep. that he might uh, go down the down the road, which would have been nice for the Catters. Um, who knows what now that does? Who knows it's now a, what does? Does that even make sense? Who knows what that does now? Yeah, so throws that up in the a air. A couple of things. Um, so this time of year, it seems like an awkward time. Now you would have been in when playing. You would have had players that had, had either similar injuries or awkward, I did mine in the first time pre-season game in my first year at North Melbourne. Yeah. So, and that's obviously bad, but you know then you're missing the season mm. where this seems a bit awkward. Like, is he going to come back at all the He's way done. they done? Yeah, okay. No, they, yeah, they genuinely, and 99% of them, I think, uh, 12 months to the day. So... Around that time, you know, that period. Now, I don't want to take away the seriousness of it because it is quite a serious injury, of course. But now you but make a joke. Does he do his rehab at Collingwood? How does that work? Because... There's talk that he's going to be at Collingwood, Collingwood the year after. Long. He's going to Collingwood, mate. He's down, Him and he, Nick Dacos. He's down in Torquay doing some stuff. Him surely. and Nick Dacos are tired. Have you not been really? keeping up with the socials? No, over I summer? have not. Travelling together, doing clinics, doing bits and pieces. Apparently he's gone to Collingwood and there's rumours that he might do his rehab at the Pies. That's fair enough. That's not true. Yeah, but, no. but I still could see it. <laughs> hey, hey, you threw one at me before and I thought this was a funny story because I didn't see it. Now, Connor Rosie now just signed uh, a, a massive deal. Eight years, was it? Eight years. I'm not... I'm a, I'm a little bit with Kane Corns on the big deals. Yep. I just think there's too much things that could happen in the meantime. But he's a superstar player, just got named captain, signed his first jumper as captain, but... Yeah, this happened. I've done 20. Oh, <laughs> Is that going to be an issue? Is that, <laughs> that going to be an issue? <laughs> so the number one gets worn at Port Adelaide for the captaincy. Big ceremony, well, ceremony of such. Well, We're going to sign the number one jumper as the captain for the first time. He goes up and signs it as number 20. I've done 20. Oh, <laughs> is that going to be an issue? That would just have it. Get another Guernsey. <laughs> that was on the Port Adelaide social. So uh, well that is fantastic. That out, but uh, yeah, a bit nervous hey, there. Hey, big, uh, big call. 
He's a young man. Is there is there a need to put that pressure on him? Uh, obviously, they see him every day, and they know that they think he can handle this pressure. He's going to be surrounded by hopefully uh, a lot of wiser heads and to help him through this first twelve to eighteen months. But it's a big call to make a young man a captain of a footy yeah, club. Yeah, it feels from the outside looking in though that he's capable of taking on that role. Obviously, mm. they think he can, but he looks like that personality mm. that could sort of take on that role. But what a player he is, and eight years is a long time. But I think it's a good move. I'm. Uh, I think. I think it's good for Port. I th- they need to settle some of those sort of midfield yeah. players down, long-term deals. Eight is a very, very long-term That's deal, huge. though, so it's a bit ridiculous. Hey, coming up, we've got Moons' six-pack. He's doing his naughty list this year. Interesting to see who makes it. Uh, I guess it's the top six idiots of uh, 2023. Yeah. Is that Might make an what? appearance. Yeah, you might put yourself <laughs> in there. Uh, and plenty more coming your way on this morning's show, all thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. <laughs> You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still to come on the show this morning, we're going to take a some look at some US sport. It starts to heat up over Christmas, some really big games, and of course the NFL uh, is getting to the back end of the season. Cam Luke's going to join us. He's recently been in the States. I'm going to have a quick chat to him about uh, all of that and some of the ridiculous commentary around a simple play this week in the NFL. It just blows my mind, uh, Moons. You just ex- don't get it, do I you? I am excited when someone else passes the ball. It's like they've never seen It's one of the before. greatest things you'll ever see. Yeah, well, it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, uh, that's coming up very soon. But it is Christmas, so this year we thought we would have a look at the six naughtiest sports people during the season in Moons' six-pack. The Marketplace. Moons' six-pack. All right, Moons, let's take a look at this year's six-pack, mate. There's plenty to get through. Some of the stories we looked at during the week has actually blown me away. forgot all about them, but uh, what have we got this week? Look, it's been exciting having a look at these, and look, I like bagging people. It's a bit of fun. It is a bit of fun. It's a tongue-in-cheek for everyone to know. So you can't do that without throwing yourself under the bus. It's a joke. Yeah, like our show. We don't know if the show is (laughs) or the comment, but anyway. So you can't do that without throwing yourself under the bus. So I thought at number six, I'd put myself there. Um, earlier, this year. earlier this year when I uh, had a bit of trouble on the basketball court. And it happened again. I got ejected, uh, unfortunately, for the second time in about four weeks. Ejected in local ejected, basketball? Yeah. Well, but, well, yeah, that was you know, bad. So it wasn't great, but the problem was the, the team that I got ejected from that I was talking about that many, many weeks ago, we actually played again uh, during the week. Just yeah. gone? Yeah, and you wouldn't believe it. You're out again? I might have gone again. Might have gone again. Against the same team? Same well, team. What? Different bloke this time. What happened? Well... See, I play with Matty Stokes, and Stokes is my boy. Right? He's my he's my little brother from another mother. Yep. We, we, we've known each other a long, long time. We've been best mates for a long, long time. Yep. So he had a fast break and went for the layup, and this guy come flying behind him. It was a great block, great rejection. Stokes, he fell on the ground, and this guy stood over the top of him and mouthed a few words off. And They're, they're young blokes, so yep. they, they need a little bit of just straightening up every now and then. So as I've gone over there you to – You did the old, do you know who I am? I've gone over there as the big brother and said, hey – don't ever stand over my boy again. And he might have whispered something in my ear. So I kind of gave him a bit of a shove. And he's fallen over and carried on a little bit. And in the meantime, the ball actually happened to come into my hand. So I thought, well, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go good here. So I threw the ball at him. And um, luckily enough, Cameron. luckily enough, 
the umpire was a, a mate of my son's, so he kind of looked after me, and I just got five minute text. That was okay. <sighs> I'm growing. Mate, I'm learning, you have Matthew. To, I'm growing up. You have to I'm do it learning. Faster, I promise. It's not, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. All right. What, what a tool bag. What have we got at five in the naughty list? Okay. This year? Speaking of uh, number five, we're going to go up uh, to Noosa. I think it was during great the year. Spot. Where yes, <laughs> great spot. Even better spot for Michael Clark and uh, Stefanovic. It's the clip that's got Australia talking. <laughs> and that's him from Moni's new gin. That wasn't yes. even that. That was the wrong yeah. audio. No. Oh, is it? Lemon lime bitters. Lemon lime bitters. bitters yes. Yeah, well, and wow, unfortunately, it cost unreal. him a nice little contract as well in uh, in the media and all of those type of things. But yeah, I thought uh, Michael didn't get off to a great start. No, poor old Michael. <laughs> anyway, number four. Now Simon Goodwin, who I absolutely love as a coach, love as a person. On the naughty list, and he's in the, the on the naughty list because he straight sets. Is well, it? He, no, no. It was more about how he thought, you know, Grundy was just going to be this amazing addition to the footy club. Um, he's now at a club that really values what he brings to his team and um, we're certainly going to embrace that. Oh, yeah. So Did he double a, down on that? He's coming into a club that really values what he brings to the team and, um, you know, he wants to put that on show. Unbelievable. Which lasted about six or seven weeks and then he spent the rest of the year. I could play audio of you <laughs> saying he's going to be back for the finals and making an impact. I could. I, I, I genuinely thought it could have worked, should have worked, but it didn't work. All right. So good luck, Sydney, with three. that one because he's going to be he's going to be very good for Sydney. Uh, number three, speaking of Sydney, uh, the new captain, uh, Callum Mills, apparently, uh, I don't know, set off a bomb or something, did something horrendous because his apology just sounded like he, uh, you know, about to go to jail for six years. I want to firstly show my my remorse and apologise to the club. I made a bad mistake. <laughs> I put myself at risk, and I take full responsibility. Come on, Cal. Let's just, we all get it. We, we, he was having a bit of fun. He hurt himself. Come on. Doesn't have to go up there like So, it. who's the naughty list? It's the, it's the overreaction. Oh, from I think it's the else. overreaction of, yeah, the Paul. And then, look, he had to do it. But yeah. I think deep down he's going, am I really apologising oh for this? God, Come this on. Ridiculous. Uh, number two, I thought one of the biggest stories in AFL this year was was it a goal or not a goal? So that's Adelaide versus Sydney, Sydney. Adelaide Oval. Ben Keys has kicked the goal of his life. Kicks and a great goal. Great call from Dwayne Russell. He would have been spewing Dwayne because he was just like, this is a great time, great call. This is yep. what callers wait for, this There's moment. Highlights package and halfway stuff. through he's gone, ah, oh, no, it's Dutch. Play on. <laughs> so the naughty list is clearly... Well, the goal umpire completely. And as we've come to, to learn that, yes, it was a mistake. And unfortunately for him... Did make a bad. He was pretty confident. He didn't. I mean, the reviews there for a reason, and didn't use it. So, but he didn't use it. So, but now number one, I think arguably the biggest story in Australian and English sport this year was one: the Lords booing, and of course the great run out of Bairstow. Oh, now this is going to be interesting. Johnny Bairstow's walked out of his crease here. This could well be out. We're nearly six months later, and it's still a talking point of everybody in the cricket world. So. This is the Lord's crowd when the players are walking <laughs> off, I think, for lunchtime. They lost their mind Couldn't over this it. decision. Completely lost all dignity. We've had self-respect. A, we've had a few months to 
digest it. Where do you sit on it? Because I was the, always fine. Because you know the, what? If it was the other way around, they would have been completely fine. The with more it. I think about it, the more I don't like oh, it. Really? The reason why I don't like it, it's 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 not so much the dismissal. It's the fact that they feel like they've got that over us. Yeah, it becomes one of those things where it's like, well, you did get the ashes back, but you did this, yeah. and it rained the other test. Yeah, as well. I don't, I don't want the excuses, and it feels like they've, I oh know, they've used that as a bit of ammunition. So, but it's been, but it's been a great storyline. Huge. For every time now that they have it and will in the future, particularly the near future. Imagine the next Ashes. That's going to be the biggest talking point in the next Ashes. Yeah. And it'll be two years later. Yeah, it's um, an incredible story. It's actually hard to think back at some of those things that happened. But mm. I reckon, I love the AFL one. That was a massive story at the time. Of course, the Crows. Of course, Adelaide missed out on the finals. On the finals as well. So Talk uh, about that. They were the English of uh, Australian football. Uh, that's the six-pack uh, for this week. Well done, Moons. You've done a terrific job this year. As we said, coming up on the show, Cam Luke's going to join us. And our marketplace. Now, I'm selling this week. Ange's new song. Big Ange has got a new song. But I ain't well, he's, having he's it. recorded it. Well, he hasn't, but the Arsenal fans have. We'll get to that very soon. And Cam Luke's going to join us next. All thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the ones that become the stuff of legend to the ones that could pass you by. Whether it's end-to-end action or a game of one half. So whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Still plenty of you to come on this morning's show. We've got the marketplace not too far away, and I think Moon's going to buy Kerry O'Keefe. He's just the voice of summer now. He's taken over from Richie, who was the voice of summer a long, long time ago. But now we just can't wait Love to hear Kerry's voice over the summer of cricket. Uh, joining us on the line, one man's voice I'd rather not hear, but we're hearing him a lot at the moment on SEN, filling in Dwayne. I think he's actually doing it at Dwayne's house, is uh, Cam Luke. Cam, welcome to you, mate. How are you going? Dwayne, just that hot tub, man. Just a couple of kilos. Just <laughs> up in behind the degrees. Hey, it all, boys. Amazing. Yeah, you're filling for Dwayne. You get so many different things. You can work from home. You get to do the show from a hot tub. You get two litres of milk given to you every single day to scale while you're hosting it. You don't even it's drink milk. It's been good milk. fun, man. <laughs> I know, but and that's, part of the, that's actually part of it. Are you, are you mixing that milk with uh, energy drinks? Because there is nothing that Dwayne doesn't put down his throat as far as a liquid before uh, he does a game. I've like seen him do WD40 before. He's done WD40, yeah. I think. Yeah, it, it's amazing what the pipe does. They're having a great deal of fun, and, and his listeners are the best in the, in the country. So they, they just call up and love to talk sports. So it's been a, a lot of fun at a, a time of the year where there's so much going on. Now, you're doing stuff with Benny Graham, of course, uh, for the uh, Armchair Experts. For yeah. the NFL, obviously with Adam Cooney during the footy season as well, doing a great job there for Seven Network. Um, but also, mate, I did notice that you just decided that you just go to LA a couple of weeks ago, a last minute trip, just cause. Yeah, well, I'll tell you why. Uh, big shout out. I know he's listening to the show. Mark Zara without a pod. I had a really good spring part of SCN track, and I was sitting here <laughs> really on a good Sunday, spring. and <laughs> I had uh, I was getting a great deal of FOMO. 
And I was like, you know, I had mates and friends and family over there who had been traveling. I was like, you know what? I had something I had to do in LA. I'm, I was going to do it on Zoom and do it digitally, which is the way of the world. But uh, I said to my girlfriend, we got LA. Uh, and we went for eight days. It was really good. Like, it's even better for her. She spent five weeks in Europe, went back to work for three days, and then went to LA for eight days. So <laughs> she's living the dream. But I actually had to do some stuff over there. But it, it's a really good time slot. I'm a huge American sports fan, as, as you two know. And and California, this time of year, really, the weather's perfect. It's cold at night time, but I was able to zing over there and, and take in some good sports. So it was, it was a good little refresher after a, a pretty big three months. What games did you end up watching, Cam? Uh, moons is what I did. And, and any time I travel, and this is not for everyone because people actually like to enjoy life outside of the sports sense, but I am an absolute sports geek, as you know. So uh, I rolled in on the Thursday night. We did the Clippers and the Houston Rockets NBA on the Friday. And on the Saturday, I did... USC, UCLA, college football, rivalry at the Coliseum. And then on the Sunday, like there are people who, are, who, who run marathons. There are people who, who, you know, are superstars at AFL. They push their physical, their body to the absolute limit. For me, my peak physical performance was on this Sunday. I went to the Rams and the Seahawks NFL, and then I scooted downtown to USC v. Brown and college basketball. And then I did the Lakers and Houston back to back to back. Mere mortals can't do that. Nice. The way I was able to get through it was incredible. But, uh, not, all, not all heroes wear capes, my oh. friend. Don't worry about that. That was my point. My, I, I said to the mate I was with, he goes, how do you think we'll go? I said, I reckon we'll miss like four or five minutes of one and four or five minutes of the other one. We missed the first three minutes of USC because the traffic out of so far mm. was a little rough. And my driver definitely took a detour, which annoyed me. And I missed the first three minutes of the Lakers game. But to be able to do that, like, again, you know, the two-hour the, the two marathons within sight when it comes to the men's side of it, mate. But nothing compares to what I was able to do that day. And I did it all while sipping a couple of beers. It was like just peak physical performance. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect day. Hey, is that the first time you've seen LeBron up close? I, I No, I, I, I've seen him, I reckon, I reckon I've seen LeBron probably 25 times. Oh, okay. I've, I've been over there a, a few times. And uh, I first seen him uh, in the 2015 NBA Finals, uh, the first Warriors in Golden mm. State. And... It's just, I, it's just in, what he does for people who are lucky enough to do it. And it is amazing. I, I wasn't old enough to see Michael Jordan in the flesh, but to be able to see, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a presence about him. These, these athletes who transcend sport. And, and last year, uh, we actually took my, my mum and, and my mother-in-law over and we went to a Lakers game. I said to, to my mum, you got to go see, and she's not a sports fan, she's not a basketball fan, but I said, you got to go here. And we, we were lucky enough to, to, to sit right courtside. And, and she was like, fixed on LeBron James. He has his aura about him, and it's, it's, it's a privilege every time you'll be able to see him. Yeah, he's an absolute superstar. Yeah. Mate, uh, plenty happening in the NBA, of course. Um, we'll get to Draymond Green in just a moment, because I don't know how it's going on there, but what did you think of the in-tournament cup, in-season cup? I loved it. Yep. Yep. I loved it. I was actually sceptical, because um, anytime there's a financial uh, incentive attached to it, an America or a major sporting league around the world, I'm thinking, well, why would... Like, honestly, why would someone who earns... Like we'll use LeBron as an example. He's a billionaire. Why would five hundred thousand dollars entice him? Because it's all about the playoffs, and that's what the thing is. People and the players don't really care about the games in the regular season. So the fans, they still go. But the interest isn't there. It all drops down. So I thought, why would they care? But what I did mistake is LeBron is the biggest tight ass in the world. So he wanted to five hundred thousand dollars. So when he led, it's like a lot of things in any sport. When the, when the best player or the, the, the leader or the, or the main highest profile person is, is, is leading mm. it, everyone sort of just follows suit. So when he was sort of locked in, then everyone became locked in and away we go. And it was really good. I, I found myself more interested 
in the NBA at this time of year than than yeah. ever. I would yeah. like to have yep. to go to a couple of games. The the courts are the courts are annoying. I, yeah, I agree. Like the, the the Chicago Bulls court is just all red. It's like this is the worst. Thing. I don't yeah. know how players played in it, but there's a couple. Of, I was I went to two games when I was over there in the tournament, and you definitely notice it. There's a different feel, different feel about it. So I don't mind having a different court. Maybe tweak it just a little bit so it's not so outlandish. But the tournament as a whole was was really good. And um, look, as I said, like there's so much going on in the world. I'll watch opening night in the NBA in the first couple of games, and then I'll sort of like check out. There's so mm. much going on here in Australia, and and then I'll sort of I'll watch Christmas Day, and then it's all NFL, and then I'll bob back up after the All Star game. And, and the NBA, I think I'm relatively regular and, and routine like that. So the NBA, like, hey, we can't. We can't allow this to happen when we have that dead spot for, you know, really most of leading up to Christmas. So they, they got rid of it and it, it worked perfectly. I was really impressed. What I loved about it uh, in the press conference after the, the, the final was LeBron saying the boys in the change rooms were asking when they get their money. I reckon that's gold. That's what you want to hear. Well, they were in Vegas. They wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So when can we, can we just get some credit for the tables? It's amazing, isn't it? Like, you know, we, we uh, you know, for, well, not for Moons, of course, he's a, he's a multi-billionaire, but for Warlow and I, $500,000 would, would be something we'd be mm-hmm. giggling at. But for these NBA players, you wouldn't assume that it would necessarily be something that's the first thing they think of. But we, 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 we talk at the highest order of the, of, the, of the men on max contracts. But there are players who are playing. Now, I shouldn't say only because, mm. you know, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 is a lot of money to, to play professional sports in, in our sense. But there are those players who um, have got $500,000 that, that make their life so much easier and so much better. So I've no doubt they were chasing it pretty quickly, some of those youngsters in particular. No doubt the commissioner would have rang a couple of those guys like LeBron's, Giannis, and just said, boys, we need this to work. We need yeah. you boys to make sure yeah. that uh, you're going flat out on yeah, and this. I think and no I- doubt that happened. The yeah. idea of having it still Absolutely. count to the regular season matches, yeah. I think, actually worked well. There's yeah. probably people thinking, oh, that doesn't quite make sense. But actually, it worked quite well. Hey, back home in the NBL, Cam, I mean, mm. United, we know they're probably the hottest ticket in town at the moment. Is Chris Gordon shooting the best you've ever seen him? I close to it. So mm. we, I was lucky enough, I had Chris Golding in, in the radio studio last week for routine afternoons, and I, I asked him this question on air. I said, are you, are you right now the most intelligent basketballer you've ever been? And he, he spoke really well about the fact that he, he, he doesn't look at it that way, but efficiently, the way that he learns and the way that he's been able to mature and understand the system nowadays is, is the best it's ever been. And, and you've played there, Moon. As you get older, you understand things mm. differently. You, 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 you attack things differently. You approach things differently. And there is no doubt that the way he's playing his basketball, and I've said this a lot, he is in the NBL, he is the, the least egotistical superstar I've mm-hmm. ever come across because he has the ability to just to rip a game apart. And we've seen that four threes on Sunday. He's a, he's a two-time winning championship player, of which one of those he had 20 in the first half in a, in a game five decider. But he also slides into a team system if needed. He doesn't force a great deal of shots, uh, which is rare for a, a shooter of his ilk. Now, he hasn't always been like that, but that's part of the evolution he touched on. And the fact is that going forward, I think that legitimately, like his his ability to be able to do what he's done and the way he plays his basketball means that he can. He's thirty five, but he can just continue to roll on. Mm. So I don't think there's there's any doubt he's playing, if not the best basketball, pure basketball, but the smartest, efficient, 
basketball of his life. He, he's outstanding. Yeah, and uh, they've got a bit of a break too at the uh, Melbourne United because of the Australian Open. They don't play at home for a, a month or so. There's nowhere for us celebrities to go and There's watch. There's nowhere for Moons <laughs> to go and watch the game <laughs> courtside. No, part hang on, of the, Moon. Uh, hang on, Moon. Celebrity. Hey, Moon. Yes. They're still an open air. They've still got next weekend, next Saturday night, Perth Wildcats in town, the roof's open. Oh, you wow. You are the number one celebrity wow. in town. So you probably courtside, here I come, Matty. I want to tell you a quick little story because you came up Moons last night in conversation. Well, kinda. I don't, you probably don't want to think about this, but Melbourne United are by far the best team. In, uh, by far the best team in the league. They are yep. so far better than anyone else. It is. And, and a person said to me last night, and it was like, "Can you see this team not winning the championship?" And I said, "No." And I spoke about that. Talked about the 08 yep. AFL season where you were by far the best team in the league, and like you were, you were better than anyone else, oh, and had no. it been a five-game oh, AFL no. grand final, you would have won it, right? Well, if, if someone thing. had a kickstrap, you may have won it. That's also true, but the fact is that that doesn't happen in the NBA. Like they, they may have a game where everything goes the other team's mm. way and they'll win. But there's five games. Grand yeah, finals is say. five games. There's semifinals is three. So one off, Melbourne United cannot get beaten. They, they are absolutely... Take that the to the bank, that- Matty. Good job, Great. mate. We love having you on uh, every time you join us. Uh, have a good Christmas. Enjoy the break. You're probably heading overseas at some stage again. But uh, our last show for the year, we've uh, thanks for jumping on a couple of times. And uh, good luck with Dwayne Slot. And uh, hopefully you're getting a decent sleep at his house, uh, the top to tail or on the couch, <laughs> mate. Good luck. He's got a nice king size. I've got two things. I've got two major trips coming. I've got the Vegas Super Bowl. More importantly, I'm down your way. I'm bringing the radio show. We're seeing track to the Geelong race. Yes, yes, nice. I hope both of you around. I have a beer and uh, back numerous winners because the last time I went to the Geelong race was with Warlow. It was bad luck, and I actually ran a punters club, and we lost money after the. And you were chased out really... of the yeah, Racing Club. Well, it wasn't just me, mate. You were right there as well. But, oh, uh, yeah, I'd give way, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm one. On... I think it was me, you, and Mitch Cleary, and Mitch Cleary just <laughs> disowned you by the end of the day because you're going so poorly. <laughs> exactly, true. Yeah, but uh, January six, boys. So if you're around, we'll grab a beer, we'll go to the race, and have a good day. Good on you, mate. Camp. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you Thanks, in the new boys. year. Cheers, mate. You're listening to the Warm Up with Warlow and Moons for Bet Three Six Five. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. The warm-up with Warlow and Moons for Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. I don't even know what's on this weekend in terms of sport. Um, Cricket, of course. What else is on this weekend? I don't know. Sport. Well, NFL will start, which I know you oh, love at the moment. Yes. I'm a bit off the NFL. We'll get to that in just a second. <laughs> That's all happening tomorrow. That sort of heats up. Looking forward. Love the NBA around Christmas. I love mm. sport around Christmas time, and I think the NBL have done are you, it well. Are you a Christmas Day sportsman? Um, look, I will be I've this been year. Fight, because I've been we're fighting having, the fight for this for I a long time. I will be this year because we're having Christmas at home. Oh. So normally if you go somewhere, you sort of have to adapt to the scenario. Oh, so you're just you know. like, hey, I'm at my house. I'll do what I want. Well, we're going to be sort of outside. I've got two TVs in the shed. I'm going to be running whatever's going yeah. um, and ignoring people for the day. That's uh, that's the plan. That's the perfect Christmas. Uh, let's get into this week's uh, Marketplace. The Marketplace for Bet365. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Chances are you're about to lose. Moons, we love sport. Yes. While we're involved in the stuff we're involved in. Um, and the NFL in American sport is obviously big time. It's NFL, one of the great games. Big NFL, plays. Big plays. Big moments. Big moments. Big talking points. 
Big talk back, big discussion. <laughs> but not everyone can do things that they do on that football field. Well, that's right. Some of the majestic things I see on the football field <laughs> is crazy. But it amazes me, and I'm selling this week, the carry-on around mm. the Travis Kelsey pass that yes. for the Chiefs when he, he would have been one of, would have been one of the great plays. In the end, it was offside, but he he got the ball from Mahomes, ran, went past one or two, threw the ball across field. Well, he has to throw it backwards, just so you know the rules. Just has to throw it backwards. Well, very much yes. like rugby league, yes. and rugby league did something in a game and a bit of a demo over there, and it blew their mind. <laughs> and it was just a regulation pass for rugby league, not taking anything but away from rugby league. Do a great job, but that was their bread and butter. The carry-on for Travis Kelsey passing the ball to somebody else, phenomenal. I've never... Well, because it doesn't... Those plays are so rare because you turnovers are the biggest thing in, in NFL. You can't turn the ball over. So Travis Kelsey... In what sport the, can you turn the ball over? Well, but this one... Because you only get four goes at it and then you've got to give it back to the opposition so you don't try and give it to them a little bit earlier. So it was a huge play. It really was. It was great. And it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been drawn up. There wouldn't have been the X's and O's on that one, let me tell you. I'm selling it. And but I am loving the Aussie kicker who just said, you know what? I'm I'm gonna balk the kick mm. and run and take the meters, the yards. Trust me, there's a lot of things that I watch and go, why don't they do this more? But they are so regiment with their X's and O's and this is the play and this is where you've got to be and it. That's mm. it. I'm trying to get my head I around get it. it. I just didn't think it was that amazing. I'll tell you um, what I'm gonna sell. One of the great players in the NBA uh, had a game high, um, actually a franchise high, 64 points oh. the other day. Uh, and then, let's be honest, Giannis, um, I'll get someone else to pronounce his last name. Here's Basil. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't know. If, hang on, I want another go at that. Giannis I think that's how they oh, say it. I thought in that's how it's pretty much said. Yep. And I'm just going to go with Giannis, the Greek freak. Uh, carried on like an absolute, I'm going to say, tool bag. So explain what happened. So he wanted the ball after the, after the game. He had a franchise high, 63, 64 points. I think it was 64. Yep. Uh, he wanted the ball. Fair enough. But what happens in the NBA usually is a, if a rookie plays that game and he gets his first points, yep. traditionally the ball goes to the rookie. Right. So Giannis kicked up a massive stink and literally carried on like an idiot in front of everybody on the sideline, yelling at everyone, pointing at everyone, ran up the race, carried <laughs> on. He and his brother. Oh, my what God. What did they use more than one ball? Well, like- he ended up getting a ball. But and he- in his press conference, he said, look, you know, I played 37 minutes with that ball and that doesn't feel like the ball that I played with. Oh, <laughs> poor old. Poor yeah. I feel sorry for him. It's like Jonah from uh, Jonah from Tonga, the way that Basil's saying it there. Bit hey, of a carry on. This week, mate, I'm buying. I was against it, but now I've warmed to it. So Ange Postacoglu's had some great songs sung about him recently. The new Tottenham manager, Robbie Williams, getting on board. But the Arsenal fans, well, that's their biggest rival, yes. Arsenal-Tottenham. Uh, obviously, he's had a bit of a lean spell. Not lean in weight because the Arsenal fans had a crack at Ange last week with their new song. I was selling it, but I actually really like it. I genuinely like it. Love it. You know what? Andrew would be sitting back going, you know what? I've made it. I've made it because I've got the, the London rival yes. singing a song about me. He actually did an interview with uh, Sonny, um, son that plays for, for Tottenham, yep. and about the 2015 Asian Cup. 
and they were watching Vision together mm. because Sonny played for um, yes. South Korea and said, oh, that was a few kilos ago. That's what Ange <laughs> said. So I think he's on board knowing that he's not in, he's not in playing, Nick, that is for sure. Yeah, what are you buying it. this week? Uh, tell you what I'm buying. We spoke about Wazam Akram uh, and the international flavour that we get uh, in the Australian cricket summer yep. in our media. But still. Harvey Shaftswin. Oh, Ian Smith he's comes great. over. Yep. It's fantastic. But nobody beats our man, Kerry. You know, when he was young, if Pakistan lost a test match, he didn't eat for two days. What did you do when New Zealand lost Smith? <laughs> <laughs> That's a seriously early punch. Kerry <laughs> O'Keefe. You ate for 48 hours. <laughs> more than a jab. There is I nothing can't. better than hearing Kerry. He used to drive home from Wagga at Christmas and just ABC listen to him. I loved it. And then he went off and I was like, you just missed the great man. Now they've just got him on TV. Yeah, even better. You get to even see better. It. This is some of his great work. <laughs> oh, it's a classic <laughs> laugh. Not an amazing it. job. We tried to get him out of Mad Monday years and years ago at Geelong. We thought, after one of the premierships, we thought, let's just fly him in and we'll pay whatever. Yep. To get him in, but it just didn't work out. So what, we're absolutely filthy. What an absolute legend. That is it for us for this year. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back uh, end of Jan. Looking forward to another big year. So thanks everyone for joining us. All the guests we've had this year has yes. been fantastic. Giving up some time. And uh, Ed as well, our producer, has been doing legend. some great work on the TikTok, even though he got a bit of abuse this yeah. week. What well, we think was at him. Uh, what a joke that is for sure. Moons, have a good probably Christmas, put mate. that on himself, let's yeah, be I honest. So. He doesn't <laughs> enjoy being here. Hey, great stuff. work by you, buddy. Good work, mate. Uh, have a good Christmas, everybody. We'll catch you in the new year. Uh, enjoy the cricket. Can't wait for the Boxing Day test. Uh, all thanks to Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. Bet365, chances are you're about to lose. Merry Christmas.